The information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a qualified licensed professional counselor or a qualified licensed medical provider. Hello and welcome back to another session of the Evolving Chair podcast. I'm your host, Lakeisha. Thank you guys for tuning back in for another session with me. And we are celebrating the month of May coming to a close actually so some of you are preparing for memorial day weekend hope you guys um have a blessed and safe one out there and enjoy the weather and eat some barbecue uh this session i have the opportunity of interviewing dr joy bradford who is a licensed psychologist in atlanta georgia and she is the founder of therapy for black girls and she actually has a podcast called therapy for black girls podcast which is so informative and relatable to women of color um so i think if you guys have an opportunity to go check it out as well as she has um, her own practice in Atlanta um, named Therapy for Black Girls. She's just a phenomenal woman. And if you want to know a little more about Dr. Joy, you can go to her website, Therapy for Black Girls. And I'll also post um, her bio on my website, TheEvolvingChair.com. So you can take a look at that as well on there. And before we jump to that interview, I'm happy because today's session was actually brought to you by Sagacious Coils and Curls, made for you in faith, in purity, in wisdom. Sagacious Coils and Curls was created by Chloe Carthren, a Milwaukee native, who just has a real desire for us as women to have great hair. And her products are 100% natural. She makes them herself and I've used them and they're so great. And one thing that she is doing for my TEC listeners is a discount. So if you buy one product, you get the other half off. And I will also list her PayPal account where you can go and order the products. Uh, But you would have to let me know what are the products that you're interested in so that way I can communicate with her. And you can do that by sending me email to TECpodcast2017 at gmail.com. So we are about to get ready and jump into this interview. session of the Evolving Chair podcast. I have a special guest on today, Dr. Joy Bradford of Therapy for Black Girls podcast. And before we dive into my questions that I have for her and the knowledge that I'm pretty sure she will display on this session, just a little icebreaker for you, Dr. Joy. If you had a superpower, what would it be and why? I think it would have to be being invisible so that I could kind of like shove on what is going on all over the world. Okay, okay. It's funny because when we did that in a um a meeting, I thought about that. Like invisible would be really great, but I was like, it's too many clinicians in here, you know, to psychoanalyze that response. Uh, yeah. Okay, great, great, great. And so, um, and like I said, this is Dr. Joy. Like I'm so humbled that she would even allow the opportunity to be a part of this session on today for the Evolving Chair podcast. And she is the founder of Therapy for Black Girls podcast. So Dr. Joy, why don't you share a little bit about 
what Therapy for Black Girls podcast is and what's it all about. Yeah, so the podcast, so like the name of my company in general is just Therapy for Black Girls. It's the name of my practice. Um, it's who I serve clinically. Um, and the podcast is just another way of me kind of offering content to people about how therapy um, can help your life and um, how making mental health a priority is really important for black women. Um, so the podcast is just the latest thing I've done. Um, but the website is therapyforblackgirls.com. Um, there are also blog posts there. Um, it talks about the different ways you can work with me in my practice here in Atlanta. Um, you know, and for me, it was really important to create therapy for black girls because I do think that often black women um, spend a lot of time taking care of a lot of other people and don't really um, prioritize our needs and our self-care. Um, and this really impacts our mental health. And so I really wanted to create a space that was dedicated Awesome, awesome, awesome. And 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 I know you talked about it um a little briefly, just like that that was just your area of focus. Just because we know that within our community, you know, mental health is is, is a stigma attached to it. So how important was it for you to highlight that? And especially naming your practice therapy for black girls. Yeah, I mean, it, it has been really, really important, um, and I think, you know, it feels like almost every year that I'm in practice, I kind of continue to realize the importance of it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, but there were a, a, a couple of kind of high-profile um, black women who died by suicide a couple of years ago, um, so probably the most prominent one that people will recognize is um, one of the sisters from... Um, Right. I mean, right. if we go back to the Tuskegee experiment and those kinds of things, um, you know, I mean, rightfully so. 
are paying attention to the entirety of a person as opposed to just a collection of symptoms. Right. So it's, it's really important for me to make sure that I'm intentional about choosing places and choosing a focus for my career that is important to me, which is, you know, why I have chosen to focus on black women. Definitely. And I think that is very key, just focusing on what you feel your area of expertise is, what you have that passion in, and just flourish within that. Definitely, definitely. Um, Now, I know I I came across um, an article about a week ago. I think it was either on NAMI's website or Mental Health of America. And it talked about how there is a shortage of mental health providers, so psychologists, psychiatrists, um, psychiatric social workers, uh, licensed professional counselors. Do you feel that is true? And if so, how do we get more people to be, uh, I guess, in this area of focus? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that is true, and those numbers have been pretty consistent for at least the past couple of years. Okay. Uh, and, you know, and, and I see that as an issue in a couple of ways. So, one, um, I think that means that sometimes people are not getting the help that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't know if this is the truth for you, Akisha, but for me, it has been my experience that when black people want to seek out therapy, most times they want another black clinician. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience, right? And yeah. so, if there are not enough of us in the field, then that means that there are some people who are going without help because they can't find somebody who they think won't relate to them. Yes. So that's the first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second part of that is then what can we do kind of in the early stages of career development with young people around helping them understand like what you can do in the field of mental health. Um, you know, I think a lot of people may be turned off because mm-hmm. um, you know, mental health is not one of those fields where you can kind of come out with just a bachelor's degree and do something really. Right. Um, you know, like you have to yeah. you have to get at least a master's Yeah. <laughs> 
said such something great. Like I'm, I'm trying to get to where you are. You are my role model. Like definitely. <laughs> yeah, I really think it's important. Um, and the this is a real bit more. I think this is um, Marlene. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And definitely, you know, there are some bad therapists, right? There are some right. therapists that definitely should not be seeing black people. Um, but I do want us to kind of expand our options in terms of what we think we can, who we can get good help from. Um, you know, because definitely I've had therapists in the past who are not other black women who have done phenomenal work with. Um, you know, and so I think it is important for us to kind of keep our options open in terms of what we're looking for in a therapist. good because there are other clinicians that aren't black that get it and that are culturally competent as you said that are doing great work as well so that's definitely great as well um now dr joy now what advice would you give somebody seeking counseling like what what would you say are like the first steps for them um well i think you know so they say that people typically um you know need to kind of come in contact with with your website or your um, approach as a therapist like seven times before people actually kind of make a call. Um, So I think it is important to kind of do your homework about a therapist because the research has been consistent that no matter how we practice and whatever our fancy theory is we practice from, the most important factor that will determine whether a client gets help in therapy is how successful the relationship is and how comfortable they feel talking to their clinician. Um, you know, I do think it's important to kind of do your homework on the front end to find somebody who it feels like you will click with. Um, and to be open to the idea that, you know, even if you try somebody and you think it'll work, if you don't kind of feel comfortable within those first couple of sessions, you may have to kind of find somebody else. You know, and I know it can be really hard to kind of share all this stuff, personal information with somebody and kind of keep having to do that. But in the interest of getting the help that you really need, you may have to do that. You may have to try a couple of different therapists before you find somebody who is the perfect match for you. Exactly, exactly. And I know I, I had this one young lady um, who was looking for a, another uh, therapist because the person that she had been working for with years had left. And she was like, but, you know, I have trust issues. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I think we all do. But, you know, what does that really mean? What does that look like for you having trust issues? And then, and then you know, and, and not easily being like, okay, now I got to share my story again with somebody all over. But, okay, I'm sharing my story with somebody new and and we'll get a fresh perspective on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, even that is a therapeutic issue. Like, what better way for you to work to trust issues than to have to trust somebody new? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, if you even think about that as an opportunity for you to make some progress and for you to kind of, you know, grow in a way that you couldn't have maybe if you continue working with that same therapist. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Um, and now, Dr. Joy, now what, what advice or resources would you give to somebody new to this field um, and, and just learning to try to be as knowledgeable as they can be? What advice or resources would you give to them? Um, so there's a really good uh, Facebook group. I'm not sure if you're a part of it called Black Therapist Rock. I don't think I am. Okay. Okay, yeah, so that's a Facebook community um, and an organization as well, so it's not just on Facebook, um, but the, the Facebook group is really active, uh, but it's a national organization, and I think they're moving towards having their first conference this year, actually, okay. um, but just kind of a, you know, an organization of other black therapists who share resources, um, you know, give ideas about clients you may be struggling with, that kind of thing, so that's one resource. Um, 
you know, I think definitely get involved as much as you can in the state levels of your professional organization. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's American Psychological Association and National Association for Social Workers and all of those things, but mm-hmm. um, typically your state will have a, a more localized version of a professional organization. And I have found that that has been really good for me to kind of get connected and work with people who are local. Okay. Um, one, because, you know, I think it allows you to kind of get active in a way that you might not be able to on a national level. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, you know, if you're in private practice, and, you know, I think it can kind of be a good referral for us for you too. Um, so for people to kind of know you in the state, I think is, is a very good thing. Oh. Um, and, like, and I think you can look on Facebook um, for other kinds of, like, interest groups. So there are a lot of you guys really enjoyed that interview that I was able to have with Dr. Joy. Again, a phenomenal woman, and I'm so humbled that she was able to be a part of today's session. And again, today's session was brought to you by Sagacious Coils and Curls, made for you in faith, in purity, and in wisdom. And again, for all my TEC listeners, Chloe is doing a discount. So if you buy one product, you get the other half off. But this promotion is only going through June 15th. So again, this promotion of buy one, get one half off is only going through June 15th. I will put the information within the description of the podcast, and it will also be on my website as well. And I'll put her website on there, Dr. Joy's website and the podcast that she mentioned as well within today's session. So again, until next time, peace.